you know, I learned that you don't have to do a surgery which lasts for lifetime, even if it lasts for few years and you can pull the person out of that depression and misery, they may find better ways of dealing with it. So for me, the learning from patients is very critical and I continue to learn. Welcome to the season six of Outliers. I'm your host Pankaj Mishra and I'm really thrilled to be bringing this edition of Outliers in collaboration with the Times of India. Outliers is a series of freewheeling conversations with the ones who choose to take the road not taken often. It's about the crazy and the curious, those who dare to stand out and stand alone. Keep listening. I'm really thrilled today to welcome uh, an amazing personality who I met just uh, a day before, uh, Dr. Virender Sangwan. Uh, before uh, we hear from him, uh, there is so much that you can talk about him, but the things that you know, I, I stayed with me are clearly he's one of the best uh, in, in, in the country when it, when it comes to ophthalmologists. And then more importantly, he's someone who balances a futuristic uh, and disruptive things with with the world that we live, live today very beautifully and very well. Uh, he spent uh, decades in the profession, but still is hungry enough to keep inventing, uh, keeping his patients in, in the mind. Uh, so much to talk. Dr. Sangwan, welcome to this conversation. Thank you, Pankaj. Thank you very much. So, Dr. Sangwan, let's start from the start. Before we jump into uh, your journey, uh, professional journey and beyond. Give us a little backstory. Where do you come from? And are there things while growing up uh, you experienced which kind of shaped who you became, who, what you became today? I, I think uh, <clears throat> when, uh, when I look back and when I mm, sort of analyze myself, I think it does uh, make a big difference. I come from a very small rural agricultural uh, part of uh, India and Haryana is a small village called Mandola. And uh, while growing up, I did all the agricultural work, the cattle, and you know, everything in the, in the house and uh, went to school as well. So what we learned there, I think, um, are something that inadvertently we imbibe those things for life. Like, for example, I really had I have no fear of failure because I didn't know what is feeling means. So I don't have the, uh, you know, uh, and also I, nothing uh, looks impossible for me. So uh, how did you decide on becoming a doctor? That's a, that's a kind of a small story, uh, which, you know, when uh, people of my age uh, can relate to, it's not anything um, that you decided. It's the family. Uh, and, you know, uh, family decided, okay, one of the um, members should be doctor. And they said, okay, uh, may, uh, people, uh, my father and my brother, sister started telling me, you should become a doctor. I have no idea why should I become a doctor. I said, okay, that's what I will do. And then my mother told me a few years back, which I had told her uh, many, uh, when I was like in uh, seven years old or six, seven or year old, she said she had an eye problem and she went to uh, see a, a doctor in a government hospital in Rohtak. Mm-hmm. 
and then she came back and uh, that day they couldn't see it was uh, crowded and their turn didn't come up so she was still in pain and then it seems that i have told her at that time ki ma aap dekhna main duniya ka sabse bada aankh ka doctor banke dikhaunga <laughs> so you know sometimes you don't know what things stick into your mind so now i feel that maybe that is something stuck into my mind and impression my young mind and i still feel that i need to be a good eye doctor or i need to be a very good eye doctor and what um, i mean by very good eye doctor i don't know but i keep pursuing that idea i love how you how you put that dr sangwan you know what it means to be a good eye doctor i mean it it is such a good way to keep pursuing what is the goodness in any profession uh, so dr sangwan now let's talk a little about your your journey how did you study why the kind of choices you made and and then let's get into uh, your uh, stint with lv prasad where it looks like the fellowship shaped uh, a lot of your journey well before that i was like uh, when i talk to my friends uh, now mm-hmm. uh, i don't see myself and why i made those choices but when i talk to my very close friends and they will tell me there is nothing uh, new once you say something you decide something you'll go after it there is nothing um, there is there was no two ways the clarity that uh, they will tell me that that you had and at that time they used to call me tum jaat ho bas ek cheez thaan li to wahi karoge uske alag you will not think anything about like for example when i finished mbbs so i uh, started analyzing what is that i want Hmm. so somehow i got stuck into the uh, doing the eye specialization okay and eye specialization was not the eye department in rohtak medical college was not anything great hmm. it was average or below average and my rank in the medical entrance pg entrance exam was very high so i could have opted any branch so everyone uh, you know got uh, surprised that why i am choosing uh, uh, eye as a specialization and at that time you know 40 years back there was not too much of technology in the ophthalmology also so my friends told me oh tum to bhukhe maroge ye branch karne ki hai and then my very close friend said you know at least you second choice you fill another branch i said ophthalmology 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 these are this is the only choice if i don't get i'll do it next year if i don't next year i will do only this <laughs> so i think it's the men, bent uh, you know mental makeup and secondly um, i feel that i really i don't have confusions um whatever i do or what i want to do seem to have clarity that's very very uh, obvious uh, in your journey dr sangwan and from where it comes i don't know so let's talk a little about how did you where did you study and how and what were some of those early choices you made see i studied uh, till 6 standard in the, in the village and i learned abc only when i was like 14 or 13 14 years 6 standard till 5th standard in my village nobody will teach you abcds and then you know this doctory thing started so my father said you know if you want to be a doctor my eldest brother by then was a uh, government servant in delhi he said if you want to be a doctor be after him go with him and study in delhi gaon mein reh ke tum doctor nahi ban sakte <laughs> so i said okay i will uh, uh, and I, i was very much attached with my eldest brother and uh, he said okay you come with me 
so now i'm seventh uh, standard and uh, coming with my brother alone leaving my family my mother and there you know i i don't relate with people they speak hindi i don't know hindi i speak haryanvi i have no etiquettes i live like a village life <laughs> and i used to cry every night uh, that mujhe nahi rehna hai yahan pe mujhe wapas gaon chhod ke aa jao then uh, the neighbors and they will uh, you know help uh, you know try to try to counsel me saying oh it's okay just thode din ruko dil lag jayega and they slowly i got into this so did my 10 plus 2 uh, from uh, uh, a government school in delhi moti bag mm-hmm. and uh, then i appeared for i had biology and mathematics both so i i was very sure that i'll get into a medical college so i did not get in any in my first attempt in engineering i could garner only rurki uh, at that time it used to be another rurki technology institute or something not iit mm-hmm. and then i got a textile engineering oh <laughs> which i didn't want i said kapdu ki kya engineering hoti hai kuch mujhe nahi karna hai so i joined physics honors in delhi university crodimal college and uh, i topped uh, delhi university in my first year as a physics honors and then i decided i don't want to be a doctor oh. first time mein nahi hua mujhe nahi banna hai doctor main uh, physics honors karunga then mba i am ahmedabad se karunga aur masters computer science mein karke and then i will do mba and i'll i'll do something different but then you know second time when entrance exam came brother, brothers and you know others no no ek bar try karo exam de do kuch nahi hota and i got as a tail ender in the medical school in the second attempt nice and how was it when you finished your uh, medical education i mean what were thoughts as you look at see like when we were doing the um, mbbs so you know you remain in like doctor banne bhai kya mast hai matlab doctor banenge then uh, you slowly get down intensive then you say oh no now still you are not doctor you have to do specialization there is entrance exam and that's where the question about which branch to take hmm. and my father was in army retired and he was not very highly educated but then i asked him uh, that you know which branch i should do uh, then he said you know what you think is good for you and you feel good about it that's what you should do and don't listen to others very nice then i said mere ko to aa hi karna hai then he said do it because if it is your choice if it you succeed you will happy if you don't succeed then you will be responsible accountable for your actions and decisions yeah. and that thing i like very much i said yeah that's very good idea and then you specialize then we specialize in eye care and i care was 3 years then again the education in i uh, care was not very good uh, the kind of training we were uh, getting was very outdated and then i started realizing that you know even if i do uh, masters and i finish i really don't know how to manage patient and by then uh, you know in pg second year i got married and then i said this is with this technology with this knowledge i can't live uh, next 40 years so then I, then then i came to know about there is a institute which just started a year back in hyderabad and um, then i said uh, my friend told me that if you want to do something you must uh, appear for the interview and that's where then um, i started thinking about when i told my uh, uh, newly wed wife she was very unhappy oh we just got married and now you want to go away and then i counseled her that listen if i don't 
if you don't do something different now rest of life will be uh, living very mediocre life and uh, there were few things where i was very clear i don't want to do a government job mm-hmm. i don't want to be a doctor in the uh, medical college which my parents in law were like very much in favor that i should that's a dream life if you become a lecturer in a medical college that you're all set yeah <laughs> for me i said no i don't want this is this is life i i don't envision myself to living with then then my father in law said uh, you know you should uh, then apply for haryana uh, civil medical services and then i said but i don't want to uh, do this he said then what you will do i said <laughs> agar mujhe hcms hi karna tha then i would have been better doing farming <laughs> what was wrong with that because in hcms you don't do anything you just uh go roam from one uh, posting to other posting and really don't you don't do anything uh, creative or impactful so they were not very happy with my choices at that time and they said oh pata nahi ye ladka kya sochta hai apne bare mein kya karega i said main kuch bhi karunga but ye nahi karunga so i didn't allow myself to become eligible for a government job or a medical college job amazing so how was that uh, dr sangwan uh, you know lv prasad uh, institute itself let me tell you what happened was then i did not know that my friend said that you know uh, they are calling it a cornea fellowship i said wo kya hota hai he said they just staying cornea fellowship but it is basically learn good surgery mm-hmm. so apply this is what it is i said okay then i went for the interview and i saw uh, the hospital and everything i was very impressive then i decided agar is bar nahi hua next time aaunga jab tak nahi hoga main aata rahunga <laughs> but during interview dr rao asked me what are the uh, have you seen uh, steps of the surgery mm-hmm. uh, have you seen keratoplasty or corneal transplant have you performed i said sir if i had performed and i know why would i come for fellowship they, they started laughing then uh, uh, they i said but i i have i have ratified i mugified all the steps of uh, the corneal transplant surgery i can reproduce everything So you ask me any question, I'll answer. Hmm. But I have not seen. I have never done it, and that's why I've come to learn. So after interview and all that, then out of thirty, twenty uh, candidates, two were to be selected. So I got selected. Then Dr. Rao told me, "I we hired you because you are brutally honest. You just uh, told us the uh, you know no no masala." no making up so how was that experience dr sangwan and i think i think in uh, in lvp you know there were uh, uh, basically a fundamental change uh, in the values that i was living in uh, as i was raised with were honesty pays hard work pays time uh, you come on time uh, you know that's very good so all these things were ingrained as a part of my growing up by my father and family but in medical college it was used to be a laughing stock like ek ek class mein sangwan panch minute pehle aake baith jata hai pagal hai time se pehle chala jata hai har duty karta hai bunk nahi marta so i used to feel and then everything used to be whom you know sifar se kaam hota hai so i used started believing i don't know these values that we have they are they, are they have any meaning and then when i came to lvp suddenly those values became the paramount wow like uh, hard work honesty is the biggest value going on time was the like the thing 
so i most of the doctors were struggling to get up early go to the ward take the rounds and i will be like up and go and be energetic suddenly i felt there is a life and you know all these things that i have been brought up with actually have a meaning and then when i uh, started interacting with dr rao and see him working there in his mind and his system only thing matter is your how hard work you do how genuine you are and uh, how how much you care for uh, patients mm. so you know everything got validated and then it, I, i started realizing no the that model is not uh, incorrect and it's something that uh, i should follow and uh, during fellowship we learned how to respect human beings and don't push patients as animals mm, like what we do in medical college what we do in a government hospital mm. here there's a even the patient has no money we are treating free but we don't have right to push him insult him or talk to him, him rudely and of course the level of uh, uh, care and the surgery and medicine was very high so it was it was really a big 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 impact and and the things that you're talking about are so inspiring dr sangwan the the other thing i noticed about you dr sangwan is your your hunger for trying new things and experiments you know from you know treating patients in a dc10 airplane to traveling everywhere can you tell me how why do you do that and what is the source of this because it's a important skill in any career no again this i don't know where it has come from but for me it looks like that i in my mind i'm able to uh, uh people say it is gut feeling but i i mostly function with gut feeling not with the lot of anal- analytical mind say for example when i went to lvp i was very impressed and doing very well and then uh, suddenly dr rao announced in one of our morning class that there is a flying eye hospital and uh, they are looking for young trained doctors like you people so anyone interested can apply so i immediately started dreaming and i said wow we can fly because before that i never sat in a uh, aeroplane <laughs> so i said this is a great opportunity if i can go to countries you know where orbis goes are usually places where you may not want to go if you have money so i was basically talking to my roommate i said you know let us apply because i didn't have the guts to apply alone so i was just thinking okay have another person to apply with me then uh, he said no 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 i just, you know i'm finishing my fellowship in two months and i have learned surgery now i want to go back to, to my hometown and make lots of money then i told him listen this place we go you know if if in life if we have a lot of money we will not go to that, those places if you don't have money anyway we will not be able to travel so this is a good opportunity to travel and see the world and then he said no no i'm i'm not interested then i said okay i went to dr rao i said dr rao i want to apply tell me the procedure and just mm-hmm. tell me one thing will they pay me something or i'll have to take money from my father <laughs> <laughs> he said i don't know they will definitely pay you but how much and all that i don't know and uh, i'll connect you with people who where you can apply so i applied and then uh, they called me for interview when they were in india they were in fact in calcutta with the dc8 plane and then you know what happened they sent me the ticket and uh, come to calcutta for interview mm-hmm. and i was like in the lvp fellowship is like 18 hours every day minimum and i have been in like 9 months i was the senior fellow and on sunday saturday night i was uh, supposed to fly uh, to calcutta 
I never sat in the plane before. And then they booked a uh, Taj hotel in, in Calcutta, the, the five-star deluxe hotel, which yeah. I never never experienced ki aisa bhi hotel hota hai. <laughs> so I went there, uh, ate lovely dinner, slept, and they asked me to uh, come to the airport by 8 o'clock uh, or meet in the lobby. I got up at 9 a.m. And then I said, oh, what I do? Then I said, okay. They left instructions. I went, got ready and went by, reached the airport by 11. I said, I'm finished. Mera interview to ho gaya. Aap phone select karega. Then uh, they asked me to stay there for two days, interviewed me very heavily. And then they said, we, wa- we like you and we want to hire you, but we want right away. You resign from LVP fellowship and join us. Oh. Then I said, listen, I'm not going to resign that fellowship. I have commitment for 12 months and I will not uh, resign uh, early, even for one day. If you want to give it, fine. Otherwise, thank you very much. Then uh, they said, okay, I say, give us uh, two days. We'll uh, get back to you after consulting New York. So their headquarters uh, sent, they said, okay, okay, you finish fellowship and then come. I said, no, even after that, I need six weeks because I'm married and I have a daughter now mm-hmm. and I haven't seen her after birth. I want to spend a month and six weeks with them. Then only I will join. So they agreed and all that. So um, that's how I landed up in uh, in uh, on the plane. And plane again was fabulous experience because there were people from so many different countries, cultures, educational background. And suddenly, you know, they after two three months they the medical director asked me that uh, we want you to be the officiating medical director i said why me there are four other people one guy from canada one from us one uk one chinese and why you me i'm the junior most and i didn't understand how to whom to discuss then you know in my hotel room i came and uh, i questioned myself then i said maybe something he they see in me which i don't know and if they think I can do a job, I'll do it. What's the big deal? Then uh, I told him, okay, whatever it takes, I will do. Because I agreed for one year. In one year, whatever you ask, I'll do it. Then uh, my other colleague said, oh, you, you are Bevkov. You should have asked for more money. You are going to do a more responsible job. I said, listen, see, they are giving me more respect and more uh, authority position. And I don't think that I should be asking for more money. So I'm happy with the way it is and I'll do a job. Then uh, I did that job for three months and then their regular uh, medical director came, which was supposed to come before before they met me. Yes. Then the chairman of Mr. Oliver Foot said, you know, Dr. Sangwan, we want uh, you to stay back. But uh, this person whom we have committed three months, he will be only for three months. During these three months, you decide whether you want to be on the plane or New York office or in India, you work, but you will work with us and don't uh, quit. I said, I have no problem. I will work on the plane. I'll work under that guy and I have no issues. Hmm. So I continued after that, they took me as a uh, full-time one year. How how did these experiences, Dr. Sangwan, shaped your learning? Because it also looks like you kept applying those learnings in your career as, as you went along. What were the things that you learned? I, I think uh, to me it looks like it is the uh, it is the it's my gut feeling uh, and the ability to live with the uncertainty, ability to uh, live with unknown, 
because in orbis you don't uh, know most of the time where to go what to do things unfold uh, slowly so i uh, believe that when you analyze and think about yourself and what seems good i uh, i the things have fortunately worked out for me hmm. i rarely li- i listen to others but i act on what i think is good for me and good for it's not only about me and what is a very important question i ask every time everywhere i go is what is that value i bring to the table mm-hmm. what is that i am doing extra to uh, justify my existence in that position it's not only what is in for me what is that i am getting uh, my question is what is that i am contributing and how my contribution in making an impact Very and money, money money even when i did not have i it was not a major consideration i said money will uh, keep coming it is the experience it is the learnings which matters mm-hmm. very interesting and and you are also among those dr sangwan who for example everything from stem cell to now we are tra- talking about even more advanced uh, stuff that we saw and discussed the other day with cornea how do you find the next big thing no stem cell and all see again those things came by my natural uh, problems that i see in my patients and all the uh, things that i do whether it is stem cells or liquid cornea or bioengineered cornea or innovations all those things are singularly directed towards solving the problems that i face with my patient and in the clinic can you talk a little more about it dr sangwan like how do you stay focused on your patients and solving their problems well see there are uh, uh, again maybe it is my personality trait i give you a simple as uh, 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 example like uh, most doctors if you talk to them they will uh, tell you that we don't share uh, our number with the patients and uh, it is not a good idea because patients will uh, keep calling you you don't have any private time it is all you know bo- too much of bothersome already i am at work for 12 to 14 hours and then again if i have phone this that so for me that was a dilemma in the beginning when i joined lvp in 1998 99 so mm-hmm. first uh, first year or two went by and i listened to people like that but then i started questioning is it correct if i my existence is for patient why should i create a wall between them and me why should i not be accessible to them and then one incident uh, with a patient who is from bangalore <laughs> and a young fellow my patient and he had a very serious potentially blinding problem and uh, uh, he had a very bad episode of uh, affecting his eyes and you know his young family his wife came and she started crying she said dr sangwan our life is tied only with you and uh, my husband can go blind if we are not able to reach you then i told madam what is big deal nowadays the phones are there you know emails are there and this is about 2001 2002 i said i am always available and i'll give you my number so i said uh, that number my number with them and always accessible so you know that comforted after that i started saving my number i i tell you that more than them i feel at peace that i am doing the best possible i can do for my patients mm-hmm. just uh, mm, two days back i think uh, on friday 
a doctor couple who uh, wife is my patient of corneal transplant she had a trauma and fall and then injured her eye oh. and I, i had shared my number with them so i was on on whatsapp and call with them as and when they needed and then they friday they told me dr sangwan we have uh, been practicing for 20 years and uh, we were not a, we were not sharing our number with the patients and you made us realize that how valuable it is and from today we have decided we will give anyone who asks our number because your support during our critical period was so important so good that we were reassured at every stage wow so so this is a simple like again if you ask even today 99% doctors will not agree to give their number so for me i the deeper i reflect deeper i feel that i exist because there are patient and need to help them so i should do anything and everything i can make things better for them wow so whether it is stem cells like stem cell when i came back from us i immediately started thinking why if it is possible in us and italy why it is not possible in india hmm. so i started talking about them uh, immediately after i joined i had uh, six cornea colleagues i asked them uh, you know we should do they said no no we had done and they uh, we left they don't work these are only for writing papers in research papers i said no but they they, they do work he said no no there's no point wasting time you should do refractive surgery do cataract i said it's okay but i want to try because these patients uh, really don't have anything uh, uh, to uh, you know get relief from but i would like to do if i succeed i will am happy if i fail i'll join you people so the stem cell at that time in india or globally there were hardly any program uh, you can count only one or two groups were doing at that time hmm. persisting with that was easy because when you see results in your patient that the surgery you do the cells you harvest grow put back making a difference then obviously you would like to continue doing it other thing that i keep uh, you know focus is that i don't get involved in uh, unnecessary politics and gossip but uh, dr sangwan one more thing i wanted to check with you is that you have also like you you worked with lb prasad now you are with dr shroff charity eye hospital what is uh, what is the drive for you to stay with some of these uh, non profit and and social kind of enterprises when it comes to healthcare i think this is uh, a question uh, that i also may not know the answer fully but my current thinking is that i think from very beginning uh, i have always worked on not for profit be it orbis be it lv prasad or now sarof and uh, my rationale is that do i need uh, so much money that i am available only a select rich people as a doctor or do i want a decent amount of money and then be available for everyone so my when i reflect on these i had uh, you know distractions and pulls and pushes from different sources of joining them doing this then i ask what i will do with this uh, money even if i make 10 times what is that i am going to do extra and will i be satisfied uh on doing what i am doing even once my son when he was about 8 9 year old he asked me why don't you jo- join apollo uh you will get more money than lvp i said but what i will do 
then he said yeah we'll buy a good car we'll buy the asset that you buy from your earnings and i'm not going to leave anything for you i'll give you a good education that's about it so i think it's the personal uh, philosophy a very very well answered dr sangwan i mean and and it's an important question but i think you have answered it very simply a final couple of questions dr sangwan see one of the other things i wanted to learn from you is in in your career and in your life have there been instances where you felt really challenged or where you felt failures in that sense and and how did you come out of them a lot of time we think of doctors and and other professionals as people perhaps who are not vulnerable really but can you talk a little bit about those moments and how did you get out of them if if at all yeah these these moments are there very often it's only thing i think we learn to cope up with them say for example um, when i started doing the stem cell work so it became very very uh, popular with media newspapers tvs interviews so what used to happen uh that i would be doing uh, surgeries and my other team members who were not eye doctors like scientist or administrator they will give interviews and i won't be there so my name won't be there in the uh, uh newspaper or ne- news magazine so uh, some of my patient will say doctor you said you are doing this work but your name is not there i said but you know i have done surgery for you is that true or not he said yes then i said how does it matter naam hai ki nahi hai काम तो मैंने किया ना बट यू नो देन फैमिली फ्रेंड्स अदर पीपल स्टार्ट टॉकिंग अबाउट सो इट डिड इट डिड बॉदर लॉट एट दैट टाइम देन वेन आई रिफ्लेक्टेड दैट यू नो आई गेट दैटिस्फैक्शन ऑफ ट्रीटिंग पेशेंट आउटकम एंड स्माइल ऑन डेली बेसिस एंड माई अदर टीम मेम्बर्स दे गेट किक ओनली वेन देर इज ए न्यूज पीस और कवरेज और समथिंग आई सेट इट इज गुड that they get excited and remain interested is in in my interest and my patient's interest so instead of breaking the team because my ego is saying that let them take the limelight and i take the limelight on daily basis so i instead of uh, uh, fighting i started pushing them in front and in in started even calling them in my opd to introduce to the patient that ye doctor sahab hain dekho lab mein ye kaam karte hain ye ye karte hain unki wajah se hum surgery kar pate hain so i think the focus on the outcome rather than myself that me my name i started realizing these name fame are very transient and what remains is what you have done and what difference you had made in in somebody's life yeah again very well said doctor sahab doctor sangwan the other thing is a lot of times we discuss about doctors and how the kind of life changing impact you have on the patients you treat the people you touch their lives are there examples in your career where patients or the experiences in treating patients have changed you as a person have contributed to you in terms of who you became tremendously tremendously i think uh... that is the biggest learning if the doctors are open because the kind of public dealing we have and the impact they they have at least i learned i learned a lot i'll give you an example i had a patient uh, from gujarat who had an accident uh, while dying doing his some work and both eyes he lost mm-hmm. 
and i treated uh, one eye which was had a better uh, potential with stem cells and you know many surgeries then uh, he had the uh, that i worked for 10 15 years then it went bad because of infection the other eye which we did not want to treat was already damaged beyond repair and we thought that it cannot be we can't get good outcome uh, anything in this so this gentleman uh, tells me that doctor sahab iska kuch karo main bola dekho iska zyada kuch nahi ho sakta kehta sir dekho baat suno isme humne to chhod diya na ki kuch nahi ho sakta aap kuch karo kuch to niklega nahi niklega to aapko pata hi hai na dead hai ho sakta hai aapka haath lage acha ho jaye तो मैंने कहा कि यार मधुकर तुम ऐसा सोचते हो तो मैं करता हूँ क्योंकि और तो कोई रास्ता नहीं है अपने पास एंड आई डिड द सर्जरी देर समथिंग कॉल्ड कैरेटो प्रोस्थेसिस बोसन टाइप ऑन कैरेटो प्रोस्थेसिस एंड ही रिगेन अबाउट सेवेंटी परसेंट विजन इन दैट आई विच वी हैड डिक्लेयर दैट इट्स नॉट पॉसिबल सो वट दैट टोट मी एंड देन एट द एंड ऑफ इट ही सेज डॉक्टर साहब अब मेरा बच्चा बड़ा हो गया मेरा बिजनेस अच्छा चल रहा है मैंने फैमिली के लिए घर बना दिया अब मेरी आंख चली भी जाए तो कोई फर्क नहीं पड़ता सिमिलरली आई हैड ए यंग बॉय एट सिक्स ईयर ओज एंड डिड सर्जरी इज मल्टीपल बट यू नो आई लर्न दैट यू डोंट हैव टू डू अ सर्जरी विच लास्ट फॉर लाइफ टाइम इवन इफ लास्ट फॉर फ्यू ईयर्स एंड यू कैन पुल द पर्सन आउट ऑफ दैट डिप्रेशन एंड मिजरी दे मे फाइंड बेटर वेज ऑफ डीलिंग विद इट सो for me the learning from patients is very critical and i continue to learn no and then it speaks so much about you dr sangwan dr sangwan you know you you've been awarded you, you, you ah. have have you met uh, asutosh uh, richaria in no. lvc no not yet i only met dr rao i i give you an example hmm. this is this is actual learning from my patients sure there is a guy called asutosh richaria he's an engineer he is he was my patient in 2002 2003 mm-hmm. i had done a corneal transplant on him and uh, he would ask many questions the doctor why i have this why that i would answer patiently and then he started developing interest in he said no engineering can provide better solution to uh, these problems then i said okay tell me how it can be done then he said you allow me to go to your library so i will allow him then he said i want to see how you do surgery i said okay come then he said i want to do phd in uh, corneal biomechanics i said but i don't know how to guide a phd he said no you have become my co guide and <laughs> then uh, i have another person uh, who is from iit he will be my main guide i said okay so we found that fellow is so intelligent and motivated and then he got uh, this uh, uh, fellowship nehru uh, fulbright fellowship to go to u uh, us yes and then uh, i advised dr rao that we should before somebody else takes we should hire him before he go to us and be let him be a scientist in lvp after his phd so he comes back he becomes my colleague and he is now a very renowned uh, phd in engineering and uh, solutions that we have uh, done in lvp are beyond imagination wow so had i not listened to him and paid attention i remained full of myself that oh what you know about i am a cornea doctor i know what to do what this but he taught me so many things what an example what an amazing example dr sangwan when i met you also for the first time a lot of time we think of your imagination right i mean you think of science fiction you think of impossible things that can happen 
five year, 10 year from now and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the wildest things that can happen that are possible that keep you awake uh, or that, you know, that you keep dreaming about in, in, in the work that you do? Uh, it's like flying cars. If, if, if someone is well, making... I, 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 I think that if in my lifetime, if I can treat a patient, I can do surgery sitting at home. If I can treat most of my patient without they coming to me, and we use technology um, by uh, by the way that they don't have to waste time in waiting halls in the in the doctor's clinic or on the road. Uh, that will be the pinnacle for cornea. I think it is uh, eminently possible. And 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 Godspeed. I hope that happens in your lifetime. Of course, Doctor Sang. One final question from you. Uh, you know you. You, you have had such an illustrious career, Dr. Sangwan. I mean, and also the Shanti Swarup Bhatnagar Prize for Science. You, you, you are a renowned person in your field now. What is your legacy? What are the things you want to be known for? If uh, legacy, what I would uh, want to leave is that <clears throat> if the doctors can learn to be part of their patient's life, or they allow them to be part of their life by sharing, uh, you know, allow them to be in the part of inner network. Number two, be very open and transparent. If you can't fix something, just tell that you can't do it. Don't make up, don't hide, don't uh, do such things. Third, treat your junior colleagues as your colleagues, not as junior. Just treat them human beings and be compassionate and teach them because they are the one who are going to operate on you. That's beautifully said, Dr. Sangwan. It, it's been such a joy and a privilege to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much for your time and Godspeed with everything you want to achieve. Thank you very much, Pankaj. Thank you.